This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hello, and welcome to a special Pot of Gold episode of Stay Paid. It's St. Patrick's Woo! Day. Yay! So we've got silver nuggets. We were supposed to get nuggets, some dollars. I know. Oh, yeah. We said we were going to get some. We said we were going to drink. Yeah. And wow. it's, is that what people drink on St. Patrick's Day? Whiskey? I don't know. I don't know. No. Like a nice Guinness? A Guinness, maybe a beer. There you go. Some green beer. Well, hey, it is St. Patrick's Day, so we're going to I talk about... I just said about- whiskey because that's what I wanted to drink. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like tequila. It's like, is that what people drink on St. Patrick's Day? No, I just want to drink it. <laughs> Jameson, right? Yeah, Jameson. Oh, Jameson, Jameson. yeah. That's a whiskey. This, this podcast is, it, right? is sponsored Right? Isn't Jameson a whiskey? Yeah. Jameson, yeah. yeah. It's All a whiskey. Right. Well, get Ryan, the glass. sorry for wasting five minutes of your life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Here we go. No, today, with it being St. Patrick's Day, we're going to talk about getting lucky. Uh, <laughs> Not the lucky you're thinking about. The business. The How to get business. lucky in business. Yes. We've all heard but the I'll, saying, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. But the rest of that quote might be even more relevant. Bad luck is when lack of preparation meets reality. Mm. I love that little twist. So today, we're going to talk about how to get lucky in business and dive into what it actually means to be open to and ready for new opportunities. So while I was researching this topic, because we thought it'd be kind of a fun one. Yeah. We're all, all familiar with the quote, you know, you have to get, you have to experience some level of luck in your life to be able to get certain opportunities. But more importantly, you've got to be prepared yeah. for when, when the opportunity arises and recognize those opportunities. So I actually went through and looked up, um, there was a guy named Richard Wiseman. So he's a professor of the public understanding of psychology in England, wrote several books on psychology, and he did a 10-year scientific study. And his study revealed that people, to a large extent, make their own good and bad fortune, and that is, it is possible to enhance the amount of luck that people encounter in their lives. I totally agree with that because it all starts in the mind. Yeah. The amount of miserable people I meet and I just go, of course you're miserable. Yeah. Like, look at the beds you've made, literally <laughs> with what, the way you think. Absolutely. So this experiment, they basically, we'll kind of walk through the principles. But what they did is they got 400 people that considered themselves, they actually applied to be part of this research. Okay. They considered themselves either to be exceptionally lucky or exceptionally bad lucky. Or Hmm. bad lucky. We would call that unlucky. Unlucky. But bad lucky works too. Hashtag that bad lucky. I was so good at the last podcast with my recollection and words. I really messed this one up. Anyway, so he, what they found is lucky people generate their own fortune via four basic principles. We're going to go through those principles. The first one that we'll talk about is that they are skilled at creating and noticing chance opportunities. Yeah. I, when, you, when you first read this one to me, I see this as like they're really, really good at noticing patterns. Yeah. And like, um, like I was reading an article on a guy that has really made it big on crypto. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how he's made it big by being able to basically look at the market Mm-hmm. And notice the opportunities, these random opportunities, because crypto is not, it's like, you can't even predict it, but it's, it's all this hyperbole that's happening out there and all yeah. this like uh, noise and, and hype. And he's been able to predict it and he's made like $600 million from it. So there's an example from this study that's like exactly what you're talking about. So in the study, they gave lucky and unlucky people a newspaper. They asked them to look through it and tell them how many photographs were inside. On average, the unlucky people took two minutes to count the photographs, whereas the, un- whereas the lucky people took seconds. You know why? Wow. On the second page of the newspaper, there was a message in two-inch type that said, stop counting. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. No way. All of the quote-unquote lucky people found it, took a few seconds to get the answer, 
and everybody, all of the unlucky people didn't even notice that they were still busy counting the photographs. He put another message in there further back that said, stop counting, tell the experiment you have seen this and win 250 bucks. All the unlucky people missed the message. They were still counting photos. That's wild. And the idea there is that they just literally aren't, aren't good at seeing outside aren't, yeah, of the box. Yeah, looking for the opportunities. Yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. Wow. There was another example, I think, here that... Um, Super yeah, Basically, like, what the result was, unlucky people missed chance opportunities because they are too focused on looking for something else. Mm. And then there was this other example where... Um, this is just a great... Because I'm trying... As I was going through this, I was trying to think, okay, well, what are some... What are some tactical things sure. that we can recommend from this concept of whether or not you can, you know, manifest luck? One of the participants that considered themselves lucky would always alter his route to work before making a big decision because it naturally opened, opened him up to seeing other opportunities or possibilities. And another one had a special technique to force himself to meet different people. He noticed when he was going to parties, he was always talking to the same types of people. So he wasn't hmm. meeting new people. He started coming up with a color before the party. And then he would only talk to people who were wearing that color. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So it forced him to start meeting other people, which forced him into new opportunities. Yeah, that's crazy. So look, I mean, ultimately, new or random experiences introduce the potential for new opportunities. The second principle that they go off of is that the lucky, or they make lucky decisions by listening to their intuition, basically yes. listening to their gut. You know what I love about this? I was literally going home last night and talking to my brother, Steven, on the way home. And he's been through a little bit of turbulence in his real estate business. He had some agents leave him, right? And he's adding other agents. And it was just a difference of culture and expectations, all that good stuff. And I was, we were talking about leadership and how leadership is so difficult and being able to stay on the right track and the emotional roller coaster of, you know, building a company and all that stuff. And he was talking about the weight on him. I said, what's so interesting, and it applies to these two principles, is what I'm realizing more and more as I go through my journey is I'm realizing I have to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt in what my intuition or my gut says. I have to believe it so much that you literally just go, this is where I'm going. I'm going this way. I believe in it to the death and you're not going to convince me wrong. But at the same time, in order to be successful, you have to lead that way. But at the same time, you always, I called it curious. Mm. You should always be curious to, is there a better way? Is that, can I get better for myself? But it's that real fine balance of basically going, I'm right. Everybody else is wrong. But at the same time, I'm always going to be curious because there might be a better way. <laughs> well, and your intuition, I mean, look, your intuition, if you say, like, listen to your gut, well, what does that mean? Well, look, your intuition is nothing more than past experiences. Uh, yes. It's a subconscious collection of past experiences and results that naturally tell you what the best outcome will probably be. So if yeah. it feels right, it more than likely is right. Yep. And the people that manifest luck are the ones yep. that are paying attention and following. Their yeah. Intuition. So stop doubting yourself. Yeah. Go in 100% of your belief. And just be always uh, curious. Yep. Is there a better opportunity? Third principle is that they create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations. That's a mouthful. Self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. So you are the eternal optimist. You have to be the eternal optimist. Look, yes. there was a study done in 1966 called, I'm going to butcher this, the Pygmalion Effect Study, where these Harvard professors uh, took a uh, principle in California. Anyway, they contacted the pre. Uh, teachers in this school and asked if they could administer an IQ test to all of the students. Afterward, they didn't share the test scores with the teachers, but they mentioned to the teachers that some of the students appeared to be intellectual bloomers, hmm. but they picked them at random. It had absolutely nothing to do with the test scores. Eight months later, the uh, these professors came back to the school 
And the ones that they had pointed out as intellectual bloomers, completely chosen at random, not had not higher IQs, made larger IQ gains than all of the other children. So without realizing it, the teachers, probably not realizing, had to begun to behave more po- uh, positively to the promising students, ultimately resulting in higher IQ shifts. Unbelievable. I will tell you, like my wife and I were at dinner the other night and we were talking about our parenting styles and as yeah. Evelyn starts developing personalities and stuff like that. And I said, the most important thing to me is to really positively speak into her life about what she's insanely good at. Mm-hmm. Because so, what I've seen over the years of people and myself included is like whatever other people tend to tell you you're good at when you're a kid, yeah, you, you naturally yeah. go there. Yeah. Like you naturally, and I was blessed as a kid. I just had so many people who were positive around me and positive influences that were always telling me you're super talented, you're into all this stuff. And I look at like my wife, she was always complimented for her brains and how mm. smart she was and how much she loved history. So what she ended up doing, she went on to Became do, teacher, right? yeah, <laughs> she, she went on to get her history degree to become a teacher. Yeah. She, she even started her PhD um, um, track in history because she was told her whole life that's what she loved and yeah. that's where she positively went. I was so into music and people told me you're the most talented musician, all this stuff. And I did music for literally like 20 plus years. And it's just so interesting how that influence yeah. of the optimist of someone coming to you and telling you what you're good at, then you, that's what you visualize and that's what you achieve. So the lucky people, like obviously having that external, you know, reinforcement is going to help but it's same thing with that internal reinforcement. They're able so to you, do it for themselves. You've got to be able to expect a positive result that will naturally then, you have to do the work and everything. We're not saying just sit there around and think positively and good things will happen. Yeah. You actually have to do it. You have to go get, create those opportunities as well. But it ultimately sets up a self-fulfilling prophecy. The fourth principle is that uh, lucky people adopt a resilient attitude that transforms bad luck into good luck. And I'll give you an example real quick, and then you can kind of give your thoughts on this one. But a bank robber, here's the example. A bank robber comes into a bank, fires a gun, and you're shot in the arm. Do you consider that lucky or unlucky? It depends. It depends? Have you seen the Joe Rogan uh, Chinese farmer? No. Uh, you got, go look that up, everybody. Chinese farmer, Joe Rogan. I think he was interviewing someone. But So most of the people in the study said, well, obviously that's unlucky. I got shot. The lucky people... Uh, actually said it's that they were lucky because you could have been shot in the head. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like You're a lucky it person. It could have been so much it worse. It could have been so much worse. Yeah. Also, you could sell your story to the newspaper and make some money. <laughs> 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 so they actually, psychologists refer to our ability to imagine what might have happened rather than what actually did happen as counterfactual. And that was one of the things that they found yeah. in these studies when looking at how would you respond to a situation or would you consider a certain situation lucky or unlucky? They always turn the bad luck into a good it. thing. So not only did I not get shot in the head, which is obviously a positive way to look at it, but then literally took the bad luck and created an opportunity. Dude, that is so powerful. I love that. It's it's all about perspective. Control your perspective. You can control your life a lot of times. And think about it this way. I forget who said this, but life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Mm. And if you look at it that way, that everything that happens to you in your life, it happens for you. And it's an opportunity that's being created. It's an unbelievable perspective. At the end of this whole 10-year study and everything, we'll kind of use this just to, to cap it all off. Uh, this guy had asked his volunteers to, he created a luck school and he asked volunteers to carry out these exercises based on these four principles uh, for one month. So just do it a month. And the results were dramatic. He said 80% of people were happier and more satisfied with their lives 
and most importantly, uh, of all, luckier. Unlucky people had become lucky, and lucky people had become even more lucky. <laughs> so many people so think this go. is I mean, corny. You look at the title it's of the not. thing, and you look at how to get lucky in business. Well, that you can't you can't get lucky. Luck, some luck, something has to happen to you. No, no, you think about it. Yeah, the power of visualization is there. The power of attitude is there. The power of kind of what you think about and how you perceive things and how you attack things. It, yeah. It's all going to change your life. There you go. Thank you so much for listening to our St. Patrick's Day special pot of gold episode. <laughs> Head on over to staypaypodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you liked it and you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to support the show is to tell a friend. Uh, what do you guys want? I have trivia. I have, let me do trivia. I wanted to pull okay. some trivia, some luck trivia. Okay. It's in the spirit. Yeah. yeah. I pulled some leprechaun jokes. I think they're kind of corny, so... I pulled my uh, headphone out. He's <laughs> <laughs> so excited for this trivia. So touching or knocking on wood. So you know how you knock on wood for good luck? Yeah. Uh, dates back to pagan rituals that were designed to elicit the help of benign and powerful tree gods. Really? So they would knock on the wood. No way. To awaken the tree gods. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Number 13. You know why the number 13 is seen as unlucky? No. Because there were 13 people at the Last Supper of Christ. Really? Wow. I feel like I should know that with yeah. my religious yeah. background. Here's That's another religious one. Do you know why walking under a ladder is considered unlucky? I've heard this before. I cannot remember. When a ladder is propped up against a wall, it forms a natural triangle, which is used to be seen as the symbolic, or uh, sorry, used, uh, was seen as symbolic of the Holy Trinity. Hmm. To walk under the ladder would break the Trinity and therefore bring ill fortune. Hmm. Wow. This stuff that, you know, we still have today, you know, dates back right. hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, I always of think years. of knock on wood like jinx. Knock no, on knock on wood to yeah. awaken the, the tree. Yeah. The tree. Yeah. <laughs> awaken the tree gods there. All right, I do have one joke. Okay, okay. give us the joke. We have, we have a couple minutes left. Yeah, so. we got time. This one is one of my favorite jokes, our uh, UX developer, Matt Nye. So if you're a client of ours and you... Uh, ever used our account manager. Yeah. He's designed all of that. He told me uh, this joke years ago, and I still repeat it to this day. It's topical because it's about green and St. Patrick's Day. What's green and has four wheels? A green truck? Grass. I lied about the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Lucky Stike. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Bad Lucky Luke, or Lucky Bad. Lucky Luke. <laughs> lucky Luke. That's what it is. Hey, guys, here's your action item, right? The power of visualization is real, right? And optimism. I would encourage you, man, get the book, Power of Positive Thinking, and literally spend some time each day getting your mind right. And when you feel you're going into a negative state, literally take some time. Start thinking some positive thoughts. A lot of people can shift their state and shift their luck by just thinking about all the things they're grateful for and the opportunity that they're given. Change your perspective, change your life. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 